Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. Oh, I'm more importantly your husband this time, instead of the host. I mean, I guess my feet are cold, so I'm not really... All the blood is rushing how to my your, feet to me. I was going to say, how does your feet being cold? All the blood's rushing to my feet to warm them up, so I don't have any blood in my brain right now. Look, I'm not going to touch that one, because that's... I, 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 I lobbed it for you. You lobbed what? Forget it. <laughs> Wake up. I'm awake. We waited a week to record this. I'm awake. We're here. Let's do this. I'm going to fucking just hit you as hard as I can. But my feet are actually freezing. My feet are cold, too. Why do we keep the house so cold? Because we're in an igloo. But I'm What? <laughs> Come on, we've got a week to record this. You think you've had better material written by now? Never. It is July 3rd, <laughs> Monday. Uh, we're back. Sorry for the weak uh, interruption. We got a kid, man, all right? Look. We got lies. We got, we got shit going on. We got a lot going on in life. We watched the movie last week, and we just didn't have the opportunity to record. Uh, and then everything got busy, and we have things coming busy. You know, bear with us. Podcasts will come when they're done. <laughs> Look, movies always get... Pushed, pushed up back. and pushed, pushed back, back. And, and the dates changed. Because, like, there was supposed to be an untitled Disney movie that came out in July. What the fuck was all of that? That really freaked me out. Whatever that commercial was for. Can't turn television off. So you no, like but it. wasn't that freaky, the, like, giant they, baby face? They've been advertising that blood drive show for a while. I so. wasn't, okay. I've never paid attention to it. And before. I'm glad that confused you so you could go fuck yourself <laughs> about your July 27th. Oh, Disney movie's supposed to come out, movie draft that we're in, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but then it didn't because they just they just took it off. So it's kind of like how our podcast is. You know, it's unpredictable, just like the movie. If you're new here, every single week we record a movie. Almost every week. Almost every <laughs> week. Are you okay? No, you're not. Drink some of your cherry coke, get some caffeine in you, wake the fuck up. I'm awake. I'm just so drained. Today was really... I know. It was a busy day at work. Busy. So, come on. I'm good. Go. You are you Take caffeine shots. No, because you're going to say something to make me laugh and I'm going to spit it all over. I am not. Yes, you are. You're such a liar. I am not. Drink your soda. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I know you're so... I'm not going to do anything, I promise. I bet you're going to do it. I promise. I'm going to spit it on you. Don't do it. I will. Okay. I'm going to just spit on Jillian. Don't, she's so sweet and fun at Pock. (laughs) I was going to say I'm not wearing a tonk top. (laughs) Um, If you're new to the podcast, we suck at this. I hate you so much. We... 
<laughs> shit on each other and act like normal married dudes. Because we're married. That's what married people do. And then eventually it? we get around to talking about the movie we watched and <laughs> pretend like we know what the fuck we're talking about. And we have we a lot of fun. We have a blast. And this and is... Oh, that really sounded... Oh, we have a blast. <laughs> like We have a blast. <laughs> and we hope that you do too. Uh... Oh. So, uh, since we've last recorded, it's, like I said, it's been a couple weeks, uh, we managed to once again make our way out to the theater because Yay. we had family in town. Thank goodness. It was like forever ago. I know, really. Um, we saw Wonder Woman. We did see Wonder Woman. We, we Wonder enjoyed Woman. Wonder Woman. We very much enjoyed Wonder Woman. Uh, the DC Universe is now one for three, so <laughs> it's, you know, it's got a good Catching batting average. Catching up to that. Uh, it's got a good batting average. If Marvel. It were, a baseball player, one out of three, um, for films, you know, not that good for baseball, all right. I like it, I dug it. Um, I, I think I'm on the record as saying I wasn't the biggest Gal Gadot fan originally. I think she kind of made me a believer in this and I thought she was great. Chris Pine's always charming. Um, the story wasn't anything, like, outstanding, but, hey, you know what, it made sense. That's a plus compared to the other well, two. okay, yeah. Compared to it. My mom also saw Wonder Woman, and my mom... Didn't what? like it. Well, she's like, oh, it was a good movie, but I didn't know what the hell was going on, because it's... God, if she saw Suicide Squad, she'd have an aneurysm. Oh, my God. <laughs> because it was, you know, it has some supernatural elements it's, and things yeah. like this in it. And I don't think my mom was expecting that going into Wonder the Woman. movie. I know, but... She's a fucking god. I... I know. The demigod. She wasn't a big fan because it was kind of supernatural-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so she didn't really know what was going on. My mom also didn't see Batman versus Superman. She was the lucky one. Yeah, so she, you know, went into it without negative preconceived notions. Right. Uh, whereas we kind of were holding our our. I mean, the reviews already kind of, like, let me know in advance. Like, okay, you know, like, this should probably be better. But I've, you know, been fooled before. Um, Right. So, yeah, I I enjoyed it very much. Had some pretty badass moments in it. It had some real badass Um, moments. I mean, I, like, that's the kind of thing I want Jillian to grow up, knowing that she can, she can do that shit. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. She's currently prone on the floor, sleeping. She is She is flat out. Which is why we're finally getting around. Look at to her! Look at this. her breathing. I know she is. She's controlled. She is. She's beautiful. Um, <laughs> she is quiet. She's quiet. And we should be sleeping. Yeah. But instead, we were recording. We're doing this for you. You all enjoy this, huh? Please. Um, so that's what we watched together. I was able to finally watch. I had a day off from work last week, um, and I took the two hours to um, finally watch something that was on my list of things that you didn't really have an interest in seeing, but you will now eventually see because I will purchase it and it'll go in the box. Because I think I still didn't explain how the podcast works. I think that that's stupid. Um, We randomly select a movie from our box movies that we own, which is in the thousands, and then we watch it, we talk about it on the show. So if a movie's out in theaters and we enjoy it, that's why we don't go full in depth and give MVPs, LVPs, and director questions, which we haven't done in like fucking weeks. Um, All the good stuff. Oh, we haven't done it in weeks, have we? I watched Get Out. Um, maybe one of the most critically acclaimed films of the year, and man, do I see why that movie was incredible. It was terrifying, and I'm white. Uh, Tope, our uh, arcade audio, uh, like co-founder and uh, 
host of RJ Hates Rap, member of Podswoggle on the Arcade Audio family, had a tweet today where apparently he watched it over the weekend too, and uh, it was on Facebook. He said, finally got around to watching Get Out. That said, I'm really sad I can't be friends with any of you white people anymore. Um, just because he's terrified, <laughs> as he should be. Um, as he should be. <laughs> I did privately send him a message. It was um. like, hey man, if it's any consolation, uh, spoiler, uh, this is a spoiler alert of a sort of what I'm about to say. Um, I separately messaged him because I made a comment on there saying, hey, we had a good run, you know, as friends. Um, I said, if it's any consolation, uh, I would definitely bid on you at the auction. And I was like, wait, hold on. That turned out the way I, I didn't. Fuck. Sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> he, was like, he got it, but it still didn't. It still didn't turn out well. She has a fucking sixth sense. Go pop that back in there. Go, go, go. She was so out. When I love to talk, it was terrifying. It was hilarious. One of the most funny movies I've seen in a very long time. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Jillian, I don't think, agrees with your... Get out. <laughs> with, with your summary of the movie. Fall back it's okay. Soon. It's there okay. There you go. Just stare creepily at me. It's okay. Just don't make any noise for the next 35, 40 minutes. <laughs> Your turn. I just got up. Are you done? <laughs> this is our lives. This is why it took us a week to record this podcast. We're only 10 minutes in and we may not even get to finish it tonight. Now we can't talk above a whisper. It was scary. It was funny. I loved it. End of Get Out. If this sounds a little truncated and cut up to you, it's because my fucking child won't go back to sleep. But we love her. Wait, why are you moving? She's okay, she's okay. Like when she was a baby, we talked like at a regular volume. And she would wouldn't right, fucking right. budge. But now she's so nosy. If she hears us talking, she wants to know what it's about. This even podcast she understand, sucks, Jillian. Who but cares? Even she, she doesn't even understand what we're saying. She just hears our voices and she's like, oh, I want to be with them. Fucking That's rabbits. She, lunchables. She don't care. Sam Shepard. It doesn't, she don't doesn't care. matter what she, I'm saying. Right. Exactly. She wants to be with us regardless. I have nothing That's interesting to say. We, I know. We all know. She has to figure it out. She doesn't know what words are yet. Once she does, she won't want to listen Thank to you. Thank God. <laughs> All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Finally, after a week, um, your selection, your nomination, the original Day the Earth Stood Still. Um, it's, of course, a combo pack with the fucking remake of the Day the Earth Stood Still. So there is no description on the back of the box. Okay. It's only for the original. It's only for the, the new movie. For the new one? Yes. Um, if I had access to my VHS tapes, um, I could give you the original VHS recording, um, or copy of it. Um, I could probably find one for you. Could probably find we did that before. Yeah, we did for, for one. The 1951 version. Um, DVD. Uh, let's do that. No, I don't want to buy it. <laughs> I own it. Oh, here we go. 
it's all blurry. Oh, no, I found it. Okay, I'm just going to read it because I have it here. Perfect. Okay. Let's, uh... Widely, I'm oh, sorry, brilliantly acted more timely than ever, says Leonard Maltin. Shout out to Leonard Maltin. Uh, widely acclaimed as one of the most influential sci-fi films of the 1950s, The Day the Earth Stood Still earned a coveted Golden Globe Award for, quote, best film promoting international understanding. The Golden Globes used to be very different. A spaceship lands in Washington, D.C., capturing the attention of the world, but the alien emissary, played by Michael Rennie, it brings, refuses to reveal its mission to any single government, leaving the military, the politicians, and millions of ordinary people to wait in fear. Soon their distrust turns to calls for violence, but one young woman and her son, Patricia Neal and Billy Gray, befriend him, and soon realize that they may all be they may all be all that wait, that they may be all that stands between the human race and total destruction. I'm sorry, could you take that again? Nope, for me? nope, nope. Y'all fucking get it. So, um, this movie has a very special place in my heart. Yes, it does. Um, it is one of my grandmother's favorite films. I saw it when I was a child. It was never really released on anything. Um, I had never seen for, it. For a very long time until it finally was re-released. I specifically remember... Oh, man. Sorry, Grandma. I specifically remember going into every video store as a child and my grandmother asking if they had two movies for purchase. Oh, One was The Day the Earth Stood Still, always. And then we used to say, like, oh, yeah, you can get this copy, but it's, like, an older copy. Like, I don't even know how it worked. It was, like, like 100 bucks or something like that. I don't know. The other one was Song of the South, um, which we will get to on this podcast one day because I actually own a DVD copy of Song of the South oh, that, yeah. that my cousin ripped for my grandmother um, before we all realized that it was offensive as shit. Um, so I always used to go in and ask, like, oh, do you have copies of these movies? And they're like, no, there's not, like, an official production of them. You have to pen, pay, like, this amount of money to get them, whatever. So finally, the day the, stood, so the day the Earth Stood Still came out on VHS, she was so excited, she bought it, watched it with her, and even as a kid, I just fucking, I got it. I don't know what it was. Um, so I've always held a special place in my heart because, she, you know, she just loved it so much. She loved, loved, loved cheesy sci-fi. She loved, like, terrible like Chuck Norris karate action <laughs> movies um but she also loved like all the Dirty Harry movies she loved um she owned like every John Wayne film like she had like a John Wayne magazine to try to track like owning every single John Wayne film so um when she passed so she was a big nerd no she wasn't a big nerd John Wayne's John Wayne is the opposite of being a nerd mm. John Wayne's a badass and we'll get to John Wayne one day um she um when she passed and, you know, people were taking uh, personal effects. Um, I didn't want, you know, furniture or, you know, money or much. I wanted little things to remember. So I still have her original VHS that they are still in the garage. Um, I took, like, every John Wayne DVD she had, her Dirty Harry movies. Yeah, stuff we like have that. the box upstairs. Yeah, we have them upstairs. We'll get to them one day on the podcast. Um, that was their pain in the ass when I'm putting new movies in because it's a giant box yeah, I have to go move, around them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this just, I don't know why it just stuck with me so much. I think because of how much she enjoyed it. 
Um, so when the remake came out, oh. I it came out after she passed, and I was thankful of that. I don't think the remake is bad. I don't think it's bad at all. I, I, I think it's very mediocre. Um, I think it's just a, an attempt to cash in on some kind of a name. You know, that, they could have made that easily anything else. Well, I feel like a lot of remakes are... Of course are, they are. are are leaning towards that direction. Of course they are. But, um, but the one good thing about the remake was, you know, the profile for the original, I feel, increased, and I was able to get it on DVD, and now I was able to... The transfer looked amazing. Yeah, it, it looked really good. For a movie that was made in 1951, the, I've seen movies that were made in 2003 that didn't have a good of a Blu-ray transfer yeah. as this had. This looked incredible. Um... So, you figure it's 66 years old. This movie is just about as old as my mother. Um, sorry, whatever. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the one episode she'll actually listen to, probably. Yeah. Um, but, I've always just, like, liked this movie. I've probably only seen it a couple times. I think I rewatched this after we first got this. Or after I first bought this. And... I also watch a lot of, you know, through Mystery Science Theater, you watch a lot of cheesy, shitty 50s yes. and 60s sci-fi. It was everywhere. Permeated films like you wouldn't believe because, right. you know, a couple got popular and then everyone just fucking made them because they could make a profit. Or, you know, people would clamor to them. And this has always held its head above the, the, the water and been at the front of the pack. And that, like, it doesn't get drugged down with all that other shit. Because it's smart. It's disciplined. It's still prevalent today. Like, this could happen tomorrow. Whoa. More than any time in our history ever. Yeah. If there's fucking life outside of this planet, we are dicked. Yeah. We are screwed. Yes. Um, but it's done... It's not done for cheap shock value or, like, you know, it's not a crazy monster mash or, you know, it's done very, very smart. Um, right. You could say borderline boring at parts. It does get a little... It drags a little It's only 90 bit. minutes. Um, but it feels longer. It's very in wordy. In some pieces, It's yeah. very wordy. It, it, but it's wordy in a very smart, philosophical yeah, way. Yes, but it, it, it tries to, to dredge through a lot of information, a lot of background. And I... Obviously, it's 1951. They, they don't have a lot of other resources or other tactics to get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now, some movies that come out, they're able to tell the same amount of exposition or background in a different way that doesn't kind of drag. But I still like what it did. So like the first like ten minutes of the movie are like all the different like news reports and like the real like like you don't you don't meet any characters really. Like the story doesn't start. It's just setting up, like, this has happened. Here's the effects of everything. All, every, you know, media outlet in the world, television, newspaper, radio, everybody kind of reacting, and it just spreading until, like, the event actually happens, and you meet, like, a fucking extraterrestrial and his badass, don't-take-no-shit fucking robot. Um, 
And then it kind of, you kind of meet everybody and the, the story happens. Yeah. I liked that. It felt different, especially for a movie in 1951, it felt different, it felt real. Um, I really dig this movie a lot. I thought I was going to, like, watch it tonight, and I, was, I, I knew I was still going to like it. But I thought I was like, oh, you know, it doesn't really hold up, or, you know, maybe it's a little overrated. I think it's very appropriately rated, and that for its time, it's one of the best sci-fi films ever made. Yeah, I mean, it's a very good sci-fi movie. It's, it's legitimate, it, like we said, looks great. Yeah, it does. Um, it's not... It's not corny or cheesy. Mm, it's not. Some parts of it are. Give me an example. A lot of the parts of that little kid. Look, we're going to get that little fucking kid, all right? <laughs> we're going to get to that little kid. Look, what did you say about kid actors? Everything that I've said about kid actors goes right back to that fucking kid. <laughs> um, we'll get there. Um, no, I meant like cheesy, like, like, okay, look. Can you tell that Gord is some guy in a suit? Of course you can. <laughs> like, especially it's like, it's like, God damn it, that guy's just got fucking, like, silver leather pants. <laughs> and, you know. I mean, it's true, you can. Like. But you could same could be said, like, I was just watching Alien the other day on IFC, and, like, there's that one or two shots where the alien stands up, like, man, that's just some seven foot five Nigerian dude. In a stupid alien co- okay. costume. But yeah. that's why there's a quick cut you, and you can't really tell. Yeah, you can't really tell, but then that's exactly what I heard you say when we were in that Alien vs. Predator haunted house. Look, that was that terrifying, okay? Was We've a, already tackled that. Don't get me around that. <laughs> but if there was a Day the Earth Stood Still Halloween Horror Nights thing, and I see a gourd across the way, I'm just as fucking scared, because <laughs> that little hood opens, and the, the laser starts working. That's like the... Peace, bye, later. That's like what they based... Um, that's in the Avengers movie? The big giant robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know you're ta- I don't remember the name of it, but in Thor. Thor. Is yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it yeah. comes and it opens that thing yeah. and then just and it's, fu- it's fucking Gord. He's, yeah, it's, it's, that, he's, that's like updated Gord. He's like the most intimidating and like power, one of the most intimidating powerful like movie beings ever. You don't call him a villain. He's just standing, he's just watching out for Klaatu and you know, that's his job. Um, could you disintegrate a tank with the blink of an eye? Yeah. Could you disintegrate a fucking person? Yeah. If you if you're in if you're in the way, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, I've always loved Gort. Um, I remember after watching this movie, renaming one of my action figures that I played with at my grandmother's house, Gort, um, and he would always just win easily. What a loser! Shut up, man. Um, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, and just. I mean, it, it... This unstoppable being, this, like, well, like yeah. this doomsday device. Like, he's basically, like, any threat that Klaatu could make, his amazing monologue at the end of the film, when he's... Him and Gorder leaving, and he's finally assembled who he wants to speak to. And he says, look, I would just come in here to say, shape up. Like, we're watching you, and we don't want to interfere. But if you keep doing what you're doing, we will. We will interfere for the betterment of everybody. And when right. we interfere, you're you not did. gonna like it. You're gone. See this motherfucker behind me? Yeah. This is this is. I think you were dozing off during this monologue. This is verbatim monologue. See this motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I yeah. I'm I looking at you, uh, Belgium. Blank. Gone. <laughs> I don't know. Just. <laughs> I think part of the reason why Gore is so intimidating, terrifying, is that it is a robot. 
There are no, like, facial expressions. It doesn't even have anything that resembles a face. You know, sometimes, like, in these science fiction movies, like, the monsters and stuff have, like, what? facial features. And, that's what I'm and you saying. can kind of like, see. This any, is just blank, any other, and it's just like any rah. other film would have like rah. made Gort like so like like just cheesy and like not as like remotely scary, but he's just Gort, and blank. that is it. And get out of the way. Yeah. Um, also, I just find it like the movie, like the the Earth being stood still. It's almost like minor in terms of the scope of the film but like even so when you watch it it holds such power in that the power they hold basically he was just told by the professor you know if you want to get everyone's attention show them what you can do and that's exactly what he did was he just made the fucking world stop electricity done time is not moving um elevate we're stuck in this elevator your cars are done your lights are out you know and i didn't even do anything i just sent, sent a message up to blap and gloop gloop and you know oh are those their character names for real no <laughs> um but and there's no like tricks like I think like the remake you know it, it's all kinds of like stuff's withering away and it's so like over the top uh. and it's literally there's people like the directors like alright everyone park their cars right action nothing's moving oh my god and it was so much more effective than anything fucking Keanu Reeves yeah. Could do. Um, so I, I've talked a lot, obviously, about opinions. So you thought it was a little cheesy in parts, but we'll get to him later. Um, <laughs> did you have any other major critiques or any major no. pros? No. I thought it was really good. I mean, it... it um... I really like the story of it. Uh, most of the acting is is good, mm-hmm. for the most 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 of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I didn't really have a, a any gripes really. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You could follow the story, and it sticks to the story for a lot of it. A lot of times with science fiction movies, like they go into a plot, and then it's oh second plot, and then that's the one that they follow, and you don't resolve. This one, I think, was just pretty much A to Z, straight line, with some branches out, some different things you got to see. I think what was really cool, I like the the interactions that Klaatu has with, like, the people who live in the, I like in the boarding house. Yeah, and, I like him, that. It's like him, like, learning the world. Yeah, him going on that new story. I don't give a shit about them talking about, like, the Lincoln Memorial or fucking whatever. Him giving this little kid a diamond, you know. It's just anything with a little kid. What's this fucking kid's name? What was it? Billy Gray? Can we just write him down? Sure, yes, Let's please. Let's talk about shitty little kids in the 50s, huh? What? Well, gee, mister, I don't, like... He's who? my best friend. You've hung out with him once. You give a sad, shitty life, kid. <laughs> if this alien dude <laughs> that you just met is your best friend. Who was your previous best friend? Your fucking penis? <laughs> Um, I don't know what it was about that era. Like, look, kid actors today are still hit or miss. For every Millie Bobby Brown in Stranger Things, you have every other child actor. But, like, in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, 
I think it was just the times. It was such a I don't like what was right. it about like I know real kids weren't like that. There were no children like that on Some of them. planet Earth. Tell me any child that just I don't know, so, it wasn't around in the fifties. Now you said some children are in the fifties. Everybody was just so they're all Plus, you know how weird some adults are? They had to have been kids one day. But there's but like no, there's no adults who are like, well, okay, and howdy doody, and fiddle faddle, and lickety split. There might be. No, there's not. And the fact that it's every interaction he has is just so unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm, again, it's been a week since we watched it, unfortunately, so I'm not remembering like specifics. Well, that graveyard but, thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, he goes and sees, you know, he, when he finally learns that this mystery man who speaks kind of off, you know, is actually an alien. And he comes back, he's like, well, I was just there. And, you know, God, he sure was an alien, you know. Oh, fuck, this kid just so bad. It's like, I want a gort to just blow him away. You just want a gort? You just gort. want a gort that kid? Just gort, just gort looks at Klaatu and is like, fucking really? <laughs> This, this is your friend now? Okay. Yeah, Peace. I mean, he was pretty bad. Billy Gray. Yeah, Billy Gray is the OVP. He was pretty bad. He, he, it was just too, too much. Just too much. And look, this is coming from, this kid's role was inherited by Jaden Smith. Mm. Uh, and I'm not a big Jaden Smith fan because what? I'm a human being. And this kid made Jaden Smith look... <laughs> Great. Mm. He just took me out. That kid's still alive. He was a child. Yeah. He was born in 1938. I he just was said, 80. I'm like, my mom was like, my mom's alive. Your mom wasn't born in 1938. No, but she was a child. She was even younger than he was during yeah, this. Yeah, Um... Anything, all right, so I'm trying to think. All right, so we've appropriately shit all over this fucking little kid. But seriously, like, what, like, who was the director, or, like, who were these people that were training kids to be like this? In everything. Like, Leave it the Beaver is so fucking, like... Uh, I think that that's just a sign of the times. I think it's just a sign of the times that that's kind of... What, like, children what, were perceived to be yes, like? Yes, what people thought children Ugh. were, like, what the perfect kid should be like. So that's what they wanted to portray in the media. I, like, like that has to be it. It's the only explanation that makes any sense to me, to be quite honest. So they don't want to believe that people were like, oh, hey, let's make kids act like this, and it's not a reality of what kids actually are. Because, um, I mean, all these character things are rooted in reality. Yes, I mean, because this is a obviously a sci-fi movie that's you know out there, but it's more rooted in the reality than my teenage pig werewolf or you know whatever the fuck was coming out at the time. But one, I remember specifically one thing my grandmother loved about this movie that I've always also appreciated as well is um, you know she liked science fiction films. You know, she I think one of the last movies I remember like watching with her as a kid was Independence Day. Um, you know, she always dug that stuff, but. She always, I don't think I've ever said this, my grandma thought that she was an alien. Um, again, grandma was a little weird. Uh, she insisted she got a letter at some point in her life 
that claimed that it was like from her people. I don't know if she's just fucking with me. She's probably just fucking with me. She probably Kate's is. I'm saying that for it right now. Um, but she always insisted, and she's like, well, I just look like a regular person, so I don't see, like, like an Independence Day, E.T. All these movies are always, like, like weird fucking-looking things. And in this movie, he's an alien, but he just looks like a regular person. He's just a regular guy. Well, I mean, that's a big point in a lot of sci-fi. And, I mean, Not that was even... Really. Well, that was in, like, even in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 that we also got to see. Um... Ego that. takes the shape that's most appealing. I mean, that's a that is that is something that happens in a lot of science but fiction it's always and fantasy. Ad- it's always addressed. Like it's always said that that's not their true form. And here, it's just not even referenced. It's just what? that's Klaatu. That's what he looks like. That's who he is. It's not. I think that it, it could be inferred though. It could be that's... inferred, but they didn't have to beat you over the head with it. Right. It's just this is Klaatu. Talk to okay. him. I yes, he's an alien. Yes, he's a little out there. I think that's a good point. But, you know, in, in every conversation, it, it's just treated like there's obviously hesitation. There's, you know, I think concern when he's talking to the, the joint, the chief of staff. or Oh, yeah, the guy who's there for the president, yeah. The first yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And then the professor. The professor and him kind of have, again, you know, basing it, if you've seen the remake, basing off of, was it John Cleese in the remake? Is that who it was? I think it was John Cleese who's answered the right. fucking phone. I yeah, think I, right. I think I'm right. Yeah. Um, but there's like a sense of understanding there, and it's just the interaction. It's just, it's just how it fucking works. Yeah, that's just even how with works. him and the, I guess the woman he falls in love with. I don't know. That whole thing was weird. Um, that's one thing I didn't like. It was like the, the very very not pigeonholed but brief love triangle. Also because. Runner-up LVP was that oh, was that other man. guy. He's trying to do the right thing. And when he took the diamonds and oh, God, not cool, man. You almost you almost fucking killed planet Earth over some fucking diamonds, and trying to get in this woman's pants permanently. Jealous piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it takes itself. As if it were happening. Now, let's put... All right, so... We wake up tomorrow. Aliens are here. Or just, like, one. It's like, hey, what's going on? I'm an alien. Like Paul? No, no, like, like fucking Klaatu. Like, okay. Like, Klaatu arrives, and he's like, I want to meet with everybody. What's up? Like, our society shits its metaphysical tits. I would just tell him, look, Klaatu, we're the hosts. Of this world-renowned podcast called Married to Movies. Get you on it. You can say your message. Everyone will hear it. I was going to say a mean comment, but we're just going to edit, edit, edit. Like, the world would be done. Like, Well, yeah. I mean, look, we can't we, even we, agree we, on we fucking to, universal health care. We don't know how to fucking act. It'd be the most embarrassing fucking thing. Which is probably why. Ever. That's probably why. They probably are watching. They probably know what's going on. That's why they're like, eh. Well, it's the same thing here. not. Another LVP candidate. He arrives. He just grabs something out of his pocket. It doesn't look like a gun. Fucking trigger happy McTrigger trigger. trigger. <laughs> like, shoots him right ah! away. And he's like, what the? Hashtag alien lives he's like, matter. This was for... <laughs> Jesus. Let edit. 
No, that stays in. <laughs> Alien life matters. It Good does. Lord. It does, man. It's just as much as your life, my life, everybody's life. Alien lives matter. I think it was just, it was like a fucking shrinky dink for the president or something. I was like, did he bring the president a toy? Is what it looked like? It was like a toy. Oh no, it was, uh, it was like, it was something like, the thing, the communicator or whatever. The line was like, this was going to be like giving you many, the cure for AIDS was in that. And AIDS was like 30 years away from being created in a lab to whittle out the population. That's right. I said it. Um, and it's just like, nope, but, He's nope. reaching for something. Again, very topical film. Very topical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except this guy looked exactly like everybody else. <laughs> like, literally could have looked to the left and right and been like, man, that's still just a white dude. Um, Which proves it's not about race. Again, fucking Klaatu's got some nine fucking lives, man. He gets shot and killed twice? What well, isn't die the first time. He just gets shot. Yeah, he just gets shot. Gets put in that rejuvenation machine. Yeah. Um... All right, uh, so we went over LVP candidates. MVP? Um, I mean, I like the guy who plays Klaatu. I think it's Klaatu. Look, he's a leading man in the it's 50s. It's not Gort. Uh, trust me, I want it to be Gort. That poor guy is probably riddled with osteoporosis being in that poor outfit. I mean, let's be honest, he's dead. Um, <laughs> Gort is dead. Um, yeah, he does... Being a leading man in the 50s, you know, you have to have a certain level of charisma. Um, yeah. You can have a certain l- lack thereof. Yeah. Um, I think he does a good balance of the two. Like, having a certain lack of charisma is pitch perfect for that character, but he's very agreeable. He's very easy to get along with. A lot of his yeah, interac- yeah. His interactions with the little boy, like, he, handle, he handles them well. Yeah, he, his little boy's a fucking twerk. He's not I mean, necessarily outgoing. He's more of like an introverted, he's charismatic an, person. He's an observer. He's taking it all yeah, in. The thing that sold it for me, that fucking monologue at the end, he just has this demeanor and this, I don't want to say swagger, but it's like he has the world's attention it's at ca- their it's feet. It's captivating. He it's captivates everybody by saying, Yuck. don't fuck this up. Yeah. Because I this will... This is your warning. I will... I will rain down upon thee with literal great vengeance and literal furious anger. And it's all called Gort behind me. And Gort's like, uh-huh. I want to have a Gort thug life meme. I want Gort saying, hello, motherfucker. Hello, motherfucker. I can't tie my shoes, but I can fuck your planet. <laughs> She's still asleep. Um, so we're going to make it Michael Rennie? Yes. Every time I kept seeing it, I, get, I got confused because I thought it was uh, uh, a combination of this is terrible. Leah uh, Remy? No, not Leah. Leah Remini, Jeremy Renner, and Patrick Renner. <laughs> so the fat kid from the Sandlot, uh, the wife from King of Queens, and Jeremy Renner in everything. Um, the woman, Patricia Neal. Uh, she was okay. She, she gets like a lot of love for this, and I'm like, okay. She was like a like a serious actress that like it had been nominated been for an Academy Award. Buddy, though, apparently I she feel. had like a hard time saying any of her lines out of smoke. She thought it was also silly and ridiculous. I mean, she gets to say one of the most famous lines in cinema history. Um, Klaatu brought uh, Klaatu, no, fuck, Gort Klaatu brought a Nikto, um, which is like sci-fi. People have that fucking tattooed on them. It's been like translated to mean so many different things. Um, it's sure. It's, okay. It is it, it is incredibly famous um, yep. because it's what saves the world, you know? You know it's, who else saved the world? Harry Potter. 
And the cool. Deathly Hallows. Cool. Good for him. Just saying. Can't wait till we watch that. All, all eight. Is Harry Potter bullshit into this? I'm just saying. He saves the world. And he's he famous. He saved the wizarding world. Uh, which is just like saving our world. Wait till we get to those podcasts. I'll educate you. I can't wait. I know you sound excited, just like Gort. You mudblood. <laughs> You're the mudblood. You're the mudblood. You're the mudblood. You're the mudblood. What's a mudblood? Mudblood is a magical person of human descent. They're all human. Of non-magic descent of parents. They are a magician, but their parents don't have any magic. They're not magicians. They're fucking magicians. Fucking David Copperfield and David Blaine running around the back. Fucking freezing each other in ice, making each other disappear. I was just trying to (laughs) compare it. Yes, it's like that. Yes, this very famous. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it just. It just does it. It just really... We, we talked about how we haven't had director questions. Any director questions here? I don't have the directors. Because, again, the box is kind of skewed in terms of what information we do and do not have. The director is... I hate old movies because the director is like, not where they're normally supposed to be. Robert Wise. Good, strong name. Oh, what the name of the guy... Oh, yeah. I do want to give a co-MVP, and this doesn't count, to the person that was in the Gord outfit. Because, you know... He had to carry his yeah. people. Also, he has one of the most badass 50 names of I all know time. he does. Locke, Locke Martin. Yeah. My name is Locke. Oh, cool. What's your, what's your first name? Fucking Locke. Yeah. Oh. I have it on Locke. Terrible. Um, yeah, so we liked Michael Rennie. Patricia Naomi said, okay, Hugh Marlowe. I think that was the jealous lover boy guy. I mean it. Sam Jaffe, I think he was the professor. He was again. Fine. I mean, I like the professor. Nowadays, the professor funny. would be fucking John Cleese, like yeah. somebody who, like, if you need a couple, like, lives, and like, you know, yeah, you get him. Yeah, but great. I mean, I like the scenes with the professor. I think it helped move the story forward. But again, is it that whole thing where it had the long exposition somebody, and the long background? The scene where like he meets the professor is really long. Yeah, um, yeah. You so know. I mean, that was like. And also, like you okay. could, you could have run into him, like you know, changing the, like giving him the information on the board. There's a lot of that little like hidden not espionage, but you know. I mean, I. Under the covers. I can see why they did it to kind of the show 50s. the advancement. The, you know, how far ahead they are, things like this. But seeing how it's been done in other movies since then, and it's been done better, you know, I think that, that, that there's some opportunity there. Questions for the director, though. I would say... Um, why choose the form of Gort that they did? Hmm. Rather than it being something else more menacing or, you know, with a different power rather than just, like, zapping. Yeah. Or, um, mine would be, I think this is based off of a short story, so I'm not entirely sure, like, what was it, was it you know, including in, included in that story. But um, what else was there in terms of making a statement, like... You know, could have been like making the earth stand still is pretty like intimidating in terms of like power, but you know, 
why was that the choice? Was there anything else on the table? Right. You know, like, obviously, like, you've already made fucking tanks disappear with the blink of a right. fucking robot eye. You but know? I guess, like, that's the escalation, because, like, that stuff disappeared, like, the guns in the tanks disappeared, mm-hmm. everything. That's, those, I guess, the escalation. Those, those two soldiers are just dead. They're Nobody's dead. They're gone. They're never going to know. Um, they're, they're gone. Um, also, um, I, I'd also be tempted to see, um, you know, it's the 50s. There's not deleted scenes. But, like, is there stuff that you had to truncate? Is there stuff you had to kind of Cut condense out, into this not. 90 minutes? Like, did at one point, like, the president insist on meeting, you know, Claude too, and they have a conversation, and Claude doesn't want anything of it. Um, who would have been the president in 51? It's not FDR, right? I have no idea. I'm not very good at presidents. I think FDR already died of polio. FDR, um, 1951. President. Nope, not old president. Um, the president, I didn't even know, it was Truman. It was Truman. Okay. Um, Truman's, I'd probably go over there and blow Dewey up, you know what I mean? Um, it, like, that would have been interesting, fun type stuff to kind of yeah. get into. Again, I don't think I mentioned, talked about it enough, but I, I really, really liked, again, they're not MVPs or LVPs, but all the people that handled the news reports. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a They all really carry cool themselves, kind of they carry themselves. actual news reporters. Yes, they were, famous news reporters. Yeah. Um... Or uh, radio men, or whatever you want to call it. Um, cool. I'm glad we watched it. it. It made me sad, but in a good way. Yeah. It was. It was good to to do this for for my grandmother and um, experience it for the first time in a while. Um, and hopefully, we don't have to watch the original one for a very, very long time. Uh, the the oh yeah, it's right here on the back. Fucking John McLeese. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the who, the remake one. the remake we don't have to watch the remake one for a while. You know who directed this? Mm. Scott Derrickson. He's the guy that did um, Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah. I've always thought this was a fucking Emmerich Brothers movie. It just seemed like it. Okay. Uh, score time. They there stood still. Um, I drew it. Oh, no, no, you I... selected it, so I gave it the score first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sci-fi classic. I it is very, very much head and shoulders above its uh, peers in terms of content, originality, tone, um, mm-hmm. most performances. Um, it It's a, a cut above the rest. I think now, almost 70 years later, it does suffer even in 90 minutes from right. some pacing issues. Right. I think it suffers from, you know... A certain lack of panache, um, or panache, however panache. You, panache. That's Michael Whedon's fault. I can't say that word anymore because uh-huh. um, he says it all the time incorrectly. Um, so I can't go the full, the full ten with it. So I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. I was gonna give it an eight and a half. Eight and a half, so a nine for yeah. today that are so still, which I think is very acceptable and good for a movie of its standing. Uh, we didn't get your expectation scores, so you know we'll just assume. Well, we've that seen it before. You never watched it with me, have you? I've seen it. Yeah, we watched it when we first got this. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, we watched it. I knew I'd watched it at least three times, and I couldn't remember what the third time was, so I guess that was... Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep in that time as well. I just That's just what I do. I absorb it osmosis-like. Cool. I'm really glad you have a movie review podcast where you fall asleep during every movie. Every, Not every movie. Most movies. Should we start keeping track? No, because that's a shitty stat. You should just... Fucking wake up. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Excuse, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. 
I'm the one who wakes up with the baby at fucking mm-hmm. all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. And then you're the one that makes up those two hours of sleep as you fall asleep on the couch. Because I need to. I need to. I'm weak. I don't have a lot of fat on my body. My body can't feed off of that energy. I need to have energy from food or energy from sleep, which is why I'm How always eating. How many cups eating. of coffee do you drink a day? Between uh, three and, and six. Exactly. So that should caffeinate you. The well, no, because I don't have it after a certain time, otherwise I'll be up all night. If I have coffee after, like, 5 o'clock, I'm up all night. Not to have one cup after 5 o'clock. No, the caffeine gets to me. Oh, my God. And also, it depends. You know, I have a heart condition, so it just depends on that. Too. Oh, yeah, the heart condition you've referenced for the first time in forever. No, I've always had it. I'm in a regular heartbeat. You're just starting using it as an excuse. It's um, not. I do. I, I think that the fact that I've never mentioned it on how many episodes of this podcast before? I'm not even talking about the podcast, I'm just saying. In our lives, I think. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It was my turn to nominate two movies. I had something in mind <clears throat> for a very long time. Now we can't do it. My parents are coming to town. <laughs> Let's uh, do it anyway. Oh. Do it anyway. Maybe we'll watch it before they come. Okay, so I hate doing this. But I'm calling my shot. You're going to do it anyway? I'm doing it anyway. You're not going to throw it away? I'm calling my shot because... I'm not throwing away your shot? I'm trying to distract you as much as I can. No! Ow! Um, there are two movies uh-huh. that have come out this year that I didn't get a chance to see, obviously. Uh-oh. That I want to see. One of them was Get Out, so I've covered that. The other one is... is uh, I'm not going to say it because it's a spoiler for what I'm going to nominate. Um, but I want to make sure that I watch this movie before I watch this other movie, even though there's uh, a very, very minor connection. So I want to watch this. So because of that, I'm taking a risk here. And I just want you to remember that the other thing I'm nominating with this, we would have to watch with my parents in the same room, so don't pick this other movie. <laughs> my nominations are Unbreakable uh-huh. and Midgets versus Mascots. Oh. Shit. Oh, man, but how funny would that podcast be with your mom watching that movie, Spent though? the next sentence I never thought I would say in my entire life. <laughs> Please don't make us watch a movie with my parents in the same room where we see Gary Coleman's penis. I forgot that that happened in that movie. Oh, my God, I forgot that it's that It's your happened. mother's fault we own that movie. It is my mom's fault, so it's only fitting. Uh... Oh my god. Do I want to be nice or do I want to be mean? What are you doing? I'm crunching things for intimidation. (laughs) Oh man, this is a hard choice. Will you rub my back tonight? And rub my legs? Because they really are hurting us, so I'm fidgeting so much. This shouldn't be a fucking... I'm fidgeting a lot. You fidget a lot anyway. But it's because I need to... Have my legs rubbed, my feet rubbed. <laughs> this isn't fair. I'm getting blackmail. This is blackmail on the air. Look, I can tune your mom out real easy. I've had to do it. I've watched how many shows with her. We're not. She's going to listen to this. Edit that part out for me. No, 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 oh, no. No. Please. So now you have to pick the movie I want to so you don't have to. No, fine. I'll put up with it. Because you won't leave it in. I know you. Pick Unbreakable. 
under protest. We will sh we will be watching protest for mullet. We will be watching. Lucky I love you, kid. Midgets of the man. No, no, no. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Thank you. Jesus fucking Christ. That, that takes so long. You're the worst. Unbreakable. Coming up soon. All right, no, fine. I'm changing no, no, you already it. Picked, no, you already picked it. You already changing picked it. It's it. over. No, you're changing not changing it. You're not changing it. I'm changing you're it. Changing. Even if you I'm picked it, I was going to say you weren't able to do it. Why? Because I think you I... You can't create that rule. I think we already smashed it with a hammer. <laughs> I no, didn't. I don't know. I feel like I gave it to Andrew or something. I feel like no, I don't it's know. upstairs. I don't know. It's just know people at home that that will be probably the end of this podcast. And we no, twenty bucks. We're gonna drop out the box next. God damn it! Unbreakable will be coming up soon, along with uh, Hoop Dreams. It's three hours, man. Like we're not watching that. Let's... It takes us a week to record a podcast after we watch a ninety-minute movie. It's gonna take us a month to record a podcast for <laughs> a three-hour movie. Um, we should just start recording as we watch. We might have some special episodes coming up the next couple weeks, actually, because, again, my parents are going to be in town, so if they're like, oh, we want to watch this movie, then we'll just put that on and we'll record that instead. Um, so bear with us over the next couple weeks. We have a lot of visitors. Um, we have a lot of things going on, so hopefully you should have episodes coming out. Yeah. But we thank you for listening to this week's episode and all of our episodes. If you're a regular fan of favorite movies, of course, check us out on arcadeaudio.net along with this show and uh, the other ones in our network. You can support patreon.com slash arcade audio. Uh, gives us uh, funds to do all kinds of fun things, and you get bonus content. Hopefully have some more bonus con content for us coming out uh, very, very soon. Um, on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook. Hit us up, marriedmovies at gmail.com. Uh, also, all promotes. Uh, when this is going up, you have a couple weeks left. If you listen to Podswoggle, Wrestling Podcast for Entertainment, or if you don't and you want to help out your host mullet here, um, go to Arcade Audio, vote in the all-time wrestling theme uh, draft list. Vote for me so I don't have to do a 30-day booty challenge. What the um, fuck is that? Oh, I forgot this didn't come out. Um, so f for the theme draft we did last week, uh -huh. the winner gets a, a pick em pass. Uh, last place, and this was my idea, um, the loser has to do a 30-day booty challenge and document it on social media. What? Like like the workout? Like every single day they have to do a challenge and the goal is to make their booty better. Well, you could use a 60 or 90-day booty challenge. Uh, no, I'm freezing and... No, I'm... Star no, I don't feel good. So don't mullet. make fun of my booty. For a mullet. Did you do all the plugs? I think I did a plug. I didn't know I went down here. Oh, okay. Anything else? No. Now we're done here. <laughs> Gotta ask the question. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing up for Marion Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Booty time. Booty time. God damn booty it. Booty time. Booty. I'm gonna just listen to that the whole time. Great. It'll really motivate you. Oh, I can help. No, not tonight. <laughs>
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.